Hello, 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 and welcome to episode seven. It is the 29th, I think, and it is a Sunday, and I slept more than five or six hours last night, which is a pretty huge deal. Um, no reason I haven't been sleeping that well, other than the general stuff we're all going through. Um, but yeah, it was really nice, and my voice is fried. Thank God I'm not working, right? Ah, ha, 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 Today's episode is with um, Justin Barron, and we have a lovely conversation. Uh, we've worked together a little bit in the past. We've known each other a few years now, and it was so nice to just pretty much giggle our way through this phone call, which is um, par for the course. Uh, we get to nerd out about some things I haven't gotten to nerd out about yet, and I say nerd out with all the love and respect in my heart because, um, I don't know, listening to anyone talk about something... Um, creative uh, other than theater you know real niche interests that that's always incredibly interesting to me and he's he's so passionate about so much as you will soon hear so um yeah enjoy this phone call day 13 baby and i'm going crazy Hello. Hello. Hello, this is Justin. It's me. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm. <laughs> this is crazy. Isn't it weird? <laughs> yeah. Is there a way to put you on speakerphone? Uh, I don't know. Are you just? Oh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm Are so you using stuck. your phone or your computer? My phone. And you just have it, like, up to your ear, like an old school phone chat? No, mine automatically goes to a uh, speaker. Oh, you know what? Hang on, talk again. Okay, hello, hello, hello. Yeah, you know what? I think it is on speaker. I just had the volume turned down. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, am I, do I sound okay? My computer's kind of loud, so I don't know if... No, you sound great. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> well, you're so welcome. How you doing? I'm all right, man. Um, just kind of hanging out, you know. I guess it's day one of the official lockdown, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. I mean, I've been quarantining, but I've also been working. So today's the first day of you know not having a job for me. So where where were you? You're at Mission, right? Yeah, I was at Mission Board Games. Great place. Uh, we had like a monumental weekend over there. People just come in and buying puzzles and games and all kinds of things to like prepare themselves, which was great for a local business, a small business. Sure. So, yeah, um, they're great. <laughs> Man, I am so regretting not getting like 10 of the most complicated 2000 piece puzzles that I could find. I know. I bought one, uh, and it's just it's at a th- it's a thousand piece. Um, but what is it? uh, it's uh like Justice League. <laughs> Hell yes, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's cool, but we have a big cardboard uh box laid out on the kitchen table right now. Um, that's just like flattened, so it's because we don't have like a table that's actually big enough for these puzzles so 
I love it. We have our makeshift table. Oh, man, we need to start playing some games. Okay, I'm sitting right by one that we got the other day. Actually, it's been a couple weeks now, but we got it Mm -hmm. from Half Price Books. It is, hold on, hold on, hold on. Harry Potter, Hogwarts Battle, Defense Against the Dark Arts. Hell yeah, dude. A two-player competitive deck building game. People love that game. Oh, oh, seriously? Yeah, it's a deck builder, so it's it's kind of like Clank or like Legendary. I don't know if you've ever heard of those. Anyway, yeah, yeah. it's uh, so, but yeah, but it kind of takes you through every book. So you're kind of just like going on the adventure, trying to like defeat. Like it starts you off with like Draco, and then it continues, and like you go and like fight like Professor Coral and stuff, and then you basically just go through the whole the the story. It's kind of it sounds cool. I've I've wanted to play it. I haven't had a chance. Oh man, that is going to be so perfect as I continue to grieve, um, very selfishly uh, continue to grieve puffs because that was pretty much the show. We just go through all seven years except like down the right. hall with the puffs. <laughs> that's so good, man. I'm so I wish I could have seen that. I oh, I was okay, really. I, it's one of those things where I kept putting it off, thinking like, well, I think I'm gonna go next week, <laughs> and then. <laughs> There was no next week. week. <laughs> and that, I mean, that was the case with so many of the shows in Kansas City that I really just was dying to see. I'm so upset that I missed Legacy Land. That's my number one. I know. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's how life is now. So it is. <laughs> and I mean, like, exactly. I mean, I was pretty um, just pissed for the community. Uh, for all of the closures, I mean, like just uh, just our one big group closure. But I am finally to the point now where I'm like, well, that's just the way it is, and these are the new given circumstances. And any time wasted feeling freaked out about one thing or another is uh, is exactly that. It's it's wasted time. Right, right. I was talking to my my little brother, who is. Uh, supposed to be graduating from high school this year oh no and uh and i was just you know he was kind of talking about like how um just how things like you know with the unsure uncertainty of like what's happening it's like it's, it's a little scary right and so but i was kind of telling him i was like you know it's not like this is just a kansas city problem and like nobody else is gonna understand i mean this is a this is a global thing. Everybody, every college will completely understand every, you know what I mean? Like everybody's on the same page here. So yeah, you're going to have, a, of, he's going to have like a really big club of people that are going through the exact same thing he is. Yeah. It, in a weird way. And this is the nerd in me coming out, but it kind of reminds me of like the, the blip that happens in Avengers Endgame, um, where everybody comes back. And so like, it's a weird scenario, but, uh, you know, everybody's in it together. <laughs> and so there's like all these kids that are just displaced uh, like by five years from their peers and all this <laughs> stuff. But it's, it's kind of this, like, it, although it's like this tragic kind of weird um, situation, it, it also is unifying in a way. And that's kind of reassuring in a bizarre way. You know, almost every single person I've talked to, granted, they've mostly been in the theater community, has said something similar to that. And that's given me a lot of peace. There isn't um, a lot of unhealthy catastrophizing, which has um, brought me a lot of calm 
And yeah, er Yeah. every time I hear it from a new voice, it just, uh, it makes me feel so much better (laughs) because I I feel the same. I do feel unified um, in isolation, which is just a wild paradox. Yeah. Justin? Go ahead. What? Hello? How do I, how do I know you? How did we meet? What have we done together? Oh boy. I'm the worst at this question. <laughs> uh, hang on, let me think. Um, I am too. That's why I've been asking other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. I Funny story real quick. Uh, yeah. When Deanna and I got married, um, our friends threw us a, an engagement like party. Yeah. Um, uh, or I guess actually, I don't know what it was. Anyway, it was like a wedding. It was like a pre-wedding party thing. Anyway, yeah. Um, and they set up this game and all of our friends who were there like would write down a memory and oh, yeah. then they would like, you know, fold them up and put them in a hat and we would draw them. And then we'd have to say, oh, that was with this person oh, and no. it was intended to be a very fun game. And of course, I mean, I'm sure I mean, it was ultimately, but it was yeah. also the most terrifying like half hour of my life because I got all of them wrong. And <laughs> I clearly, I mean, these are my, like, my closest friends and everything, like, that, you know, were part of our lives and everything, and I clearly did not remember any of these things that they found so dear, and I felt horrible, horrible, so anyway. <laughs> I, I really want you and Deanna, like, during this quarantine process to play the dating game. The dating game? Okay. Yeah, it's like, uh, we're... Uh, kind of couples are quizzed on each other. I've been thinking about doing it here. Okay, yeah, we yeah. should do that. Okay, fine, we will. <laughs> fine, fine. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, we just need um, to find a neutral party that plays a host, maybe like, uh, like Bob Brand or something. <laughs> yes, get Bob. That's so good. Ladies and gentlemen, Bye. welcome to the dating game. <laughs> I would I would binge that show. Oh my goodness, that's so good. Um, <laughs> you and I met, yeah, uh, doing Hamlet, right? Yeah, I I met you. Um, I met you briefly after uh, after How to Use a Knife because Elisa hadn't seen you in years. You guys went to school together. Um, yeah, but I, I just was I was blown away by that performance and. Uh, chatted with you briefly and but yeah we we met and i think got close during during hamlet which was just that feels like sure. it it feels like last week and also uh you know seven or eight years ago yeah yeah you're right that's uh man that's crazy so does how so does uh how to use a knife though i mean i oh, all sure. of it so it feels so yeah i love that show um thanks for saying that um yeah i that was probably one of my proudest ones i think um but uh yeah hamlet and then what else have we done together is it just shakespeare stuff it (laughs) Uh, might be i mean we've done some like shakespeare festival related stuff out in the wild like at the library Um, sure sure is that all i think it might be dude that's crazy to me because i feel like i feel like i know your work so well and no likewise it's huh interesting well that's fine man i mean that's you know i i don't know about you um because well yeah i guess you've lived here um most of your life college accepted right 
yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, even college was like an hour away. So right, but you know, when I when I moved here personally, uh, any Shakespeare in town is really all I wanted to do, or at least like at the at the top of my list. So, um, and of course, I've I've loved 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 um, just about everything else um, I've had the pleasure of doing here, but those summers in the park are particularly special uh mostly in terms of who have gotten to like uh watch you know these master classes in acting that we uh, get to be privy to every summer sure. if we're lucky enough yeah and uh yeah really good friendships formed like you um i mean that's where i met and completely fell in love with will fritz yeah i think me too actually yeah and i think it's okay to say um uh, and and if you're not cool with this, uh, we can edit it out. But we'll be we'll be there again, hopefully, in the next couple months. That's that's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> that's the dream, baby. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm I'm pumped to get back there. Um, specifically because, you know, like many others, my next show has been canceled, and oh, I'm sorry. I haven't really done anything since December, so I'm uh, hungry. Um, but I'm keeping myself kind of satiated uh, with, uh, you know, other creative outlets. <laughs> yeah, man, you've so. been working on your figurines. Those are amazing. Or miniatures, rather. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to uh, get the word out. I know that there's not a ton of people who collect minis, and most of the ones who do already paint them well enough, but, sure. you know, I, it's one of the few things that I feel like I could market as a talent during this time, yeah. so if anybody's interested, you know, that those kind of things, I it's that and just being able to tell a good story, those are like my two things I'm decent at. <laughs> so, like, okay, so we're talking about, obviously, um, D&D minis, yeah? Yeah, um, yeah. Are you okay? So I did my only experience with D and D besides watching some campaigns go down in college, in which I was too colleged out to really pay attention to. Um, sure. But my only real experience with it was a one-off on your birthday a couple years ago. Right. And you know, I I don't know. I feel like maybe actors or people in the well, mostly actors are miscategorized or mischaracterized rather as not being very. Um, detail-oriented in other parts of their life um however i was just blown away by how much work you put into um into that one night of a campaign that was insane yeah um probably too much work honestly <laughs> um i think and, and i and you know that year, you know, uh, I don't remember how long ago that was. I guess that was, was that the year we did Hamlet? Yes, yeah, that was much ado year, I think. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's right. Because I, yeah, because that was the year I wasn't right. doing that. Because I was doing Sister Act, right? right. Over at the new theater. Um, so the, I was still pretty new to this whole D&D thing. I've only been playing for about five years. Um, I was introduced to it in Creed, Colorado, uh, by my friend Graham, who, uh, like, you know, is just a dynamite DM and just a wonderful actor and improviser and storyteller altogether. Yeah. And so yeah. he, he kind of, you know, I got the bug from him. And um, when I came back to Kansas City, I 
I, I was, you know, I, I'd only ever played, I'd never led anything. And so, but I, I just became obsessed with it and I was watching things and reading things. And I was like, I'm curious. I mean, like maybe, I wonder if anybody else, like maybe there's like maybe a group of like three other people in this whole city that like to play D and D. And so I threw it up on Facebook and I was like, is anybody like, does anybody else like this stuff? And I had an overwhelming amount of responses sure. from from mostly people that I knew, especially specifically like in the theater world, but not necessarily, um, you know, that I was like super close to at the time. So like who? Emma Carter. Uh, yeah, Emma Carter, um, uh, you know, Ryan and Kelsey, uh, now Batwane Cruza. Um, um, ba, 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 ba. Let's see, Chloe, uh, Chloe Robbins. Um, uh, at the time, Jit Gallier wasn't there in the beginning, uh, but we got Coulter Lemon. Oh, I love um, Coulter. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, um, I'm forgetting somebody, and I feel horrible about it. <laughs> That's right. This is why. This see, I have a horrible memory. This is this is the problem. It's okay. This is um, Hollis, by the way. Great. Oh, that's okay. Hey, hey man. <laughs> your name is on my screen. Otherwise, I definitely oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Um, but anyway, you know, uh, these people that I I you know had rarely ever talked to. Maybe I had done like a, a gig with them once or something. And you know, you know how it is in theater. Like when you're kind of constantly moving forward it's you get you get very close to people and then when you're not doing a show with them they're they're still close but they're not like you know you know what I mean? oh yeah it's, oh yeah it's it's every single time without fail yeah that happens yeah and and you don't and it's nothing ever personal you know what i mean it's 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 we all do it so it's kind of like we're all a, a big close group of friends <laughs> um anyway so so yeah, I um, I started with them, and I started in the worst way possible. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do D and D, but I think actually I want to build a superhero world instead of just going with something that was already written in a book. And so I built my whole world, and I learned a lot over that first year, and um, and that's when I kind of I mean I was just obsessed at that point. And I started painting minis and I started, um, you know, watching more and more content, you know, Critical Role and, and Dimension 20 and just, uh, you know, all of the stuff. And there's even more now that I watch and it's just crazy. But, um, that, yeah, that birthday, that, that night that I kind of selfishly threw myself a birthday party where I, <laughs> I said, like, I'm going to run an adventure for the seven of you and uh you know it's you're gonna enjoy it damn it (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i mean i've learned a lot since then and i you know i still if you ask my wife i still put way too much time into preparation for these things it's it's like i'm i i should be paid as a writer if i was paying myself because i you know documents like thousand words you know so many documents locations characters npcs the the backgrounds the backstories the you know every you know the deities of the world the government of the world the you know what i mean it's no, like for sure, man. it's too much uh but um but it's been an amazing uh in a way you know creative outlet for in between those shows well in between you know those gaps you know where i can basically um 
just let myself go crazy <laughs> with, you know, storytelling, essentially, outside of the stage. No, I feel so, that, man. And I mean, if you didn't have license to do that before, um, you most definitely do now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so have you been diving into that more? And like, I mean, now, now that you've been um, stuck in your house more than usual, and especially now? <laughs> yeah, in the last 24 hours, um, I have joined two campaigns as players, um, which I rarely ever get to play as a player. Um, and I just like revel the moments when I can. Uh, so I'm excited. I, my little brother, actually, now that he's out of school, uh, he's actually running one campaign. Um, so I'm playing in that. And then a friend of mine is actually running another campaign. Uh, you know Arwen, right? Arwen White. Love Arwen White. Uh, yeah. So her husband Ricky um, invited me to a campaign that he's a part of. Um, so those will start later this week. In the meantime, I'm actually running um, a couple different campaigns. This is all online, of course. You know, so. Uh, but I'm, you know, running a couple different D and D campaigns. Uh, two of those, and then also a uh, Marvel superheroes campaign. Uh, that it uses a different system outside of D&D. And then I also just started this last weekend a Scooby-Doo uh, mini campaign that uses uh, a system called Monster of the Week. See, that's at my uh, alley right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, dude, you would love it. I, I would love to get you in on some of this, by the way. <laughs> For sure. I mean, I'm, um, I'll, I'll be here. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm juggling a lot of stories right now, but it's keeping me so distracted from the outside world. It's keeping me quarantined here. I, you know, I'm, I'm doing a lot with my brain. I'm feeling very active in a way. Um, so it's a good thing. And I think it's something that a lot of us desperately need right now is just more, more stories, uh, more storytelling specifically, like being able to be a part of that story and have a say in how it's going. And in a way you just want to binge it all uh so so sorry what about um say the story of uh inside your own home like uh how are you dealing with this whenever you're you are able to step out of the content that you're making and to step out of uh, the content that you're taking in necessarily like whether that's uh video games or or, or or YouTube or Netflix or Hulu or blank, 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 blank. Um, whenever you're kind of forced to deal in the moment with the reality of everything that's going on, how are you able to manage that and compartmentalize? And... That's a great question. I, uh, I don't know if I have, honestly, um, you know, um, dealt with it, I, I would say. I think I've completely taken to escapism and have um you know when i do think about it like for instance last night when i had you know when we closed the store down for the last time for the next you know month hopefully but possibly longer you know that it was a, a sad moment and i've only been there for two months or so but it's already felt like a second home to me and so thinking about thinking about all the local places, all the small businesses that are having to go through that right now, like all this investment, all this time, all this love and community that went into it. And now they're having to shut down. Meanwhile, places like 
you know, Walmart and Target are allowed to stay open, it's it's so sucky. Um, and if I focus on it too long, it just makes me so upset. Um, and that's just, I mean, obviously one side of it. Like, I've been looking even at, like, just the medical side of things. Like, you know, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. I If I wake up with a cough, you know, <sighs> which is which is known to happen for me just because i you know uh have like seasonal allergies and stuff yeah um so you know i overthink it i mean okay let me be honest i don't really overthink it i'm not really the kind of person who uh lets that bother me too much but without you know throwing too much of her like under the bus (laughs) my wife you know deanna is uh she she overthinks a lot of that kind of stuff and so a lot of a lot of a lot of my life outside of these projects is really just trying to spend time with her and, and, you know, um, keep our heads on. I feel you, man. It's, um, and, and something that I've been trying to repeat to myself and, and others um, that uh, want to hear it. <laughs> I just said to my sister the other day, is that it's it's an hour to hour crisis, you know? Like I'm either at the top of the mountain or in the river below. <laughs> yeah. In terms of yeah. surviving mentally, and also, I just want to like clarify. I'm I I don't mean to uh to to put down uh, any kind of escapism. I think it's uh, that is perfect for right now. And we like I said, like we have every license to do so and to just drown in escapism right now. Um, right. I well, and yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, but I mean, like, eventually, you know, uh, we we turn it off. You know, like we turn the screen off. We go to bed. Uh, uh, we're stuck in the darkness and alone with our own thoughts. And so it's just, you know, these. Um, I'm trying to find little, uh, little nuggets, little ladders that can help me personally um, climb out. Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. I think it's without you know circling back around too much into the the dark side of this. No, no, no. Uh, I think in a way this is this is kind of an easy out for a lot of things, and I mean that by saying you know I we're all stuck home, we're all looking for that escape, um, and we're kind of ha- we have we have the the right to do so but we also have the privilege of doing that and exactly. it's 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 easy to forget that with this pandemic going on there's still i mean there's still so much wrong with the country and with the world and i mean i you can't forget those things but at the same time like 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 always you know focusing on it too much is just going to buckle you down and you're going to collapse so it's it's weird and it's hard and like everybody's just on their devices now and on the internet even more so and although there is that sense of unity there's also like i mean we're we're able to just ignore so much right now that it's it's um it could get dangerous i think i agree man i agree i really hope um I really hope sometime soon uh, we find a way to um, <laughs> not to p- p- point to any 
obvious culprits, but I hope that there is some kind of unified effort to uh, shut the people up that are trying to just lead us into destruction all at once. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. So in terms of growth and, um, and like moving forward, uh, have you like, uh, in our, our, our relatively short time in quarantine, like, like when you're not at work or really even when you are at work, have you, have you learned anything about yourself or about your friends or about your marriage, um, that you can, yeah. that you can use once this is all over? Yeah, I think so, man. I think, um, I've learned for myself that I uh, am very project oriented. I think, um, you know, I, I love theater and I love being on that stage. And I think I've realized that I can survive outside of that if I need to, you know? And that sounds like kind of a, um, I don't know. Uh, I've I've thrived so much through theater in the last. I mean, in my adult life, that not having it, and I've gone big gaps before, of course. But just you know, not knowing what's going to happen next, I may not do a show this year or whatever. Um, um, that's that's been prevalent in in my life for the last couple of years, of course. But but not um. I guess, I guess rather uh, knowing that I have like <laughs> talents and skills and stuff outside of that um, is, is very reassuring. Um, and, you know, Deanna and I have been talking so much about that this, this last week, um, just about like what happens after, you know, what happens when we're able to go back to our jobs and we're able to do stuff again, sure. you know, this has kind of woken us up a bit to, you know, just what kind of quality of life we really want to have. Um, and, uh, just kind of how we want to live our lives, you know, um, without going too personal into that. So, yeah, I mean, this has been a very like, uh, you know, eye opening experience in that way. Um, And yeah, I, I think that's probably the biggest thing that I've, that I've learned that, that I think will grow and, and, and continue to kind of, uh, um, build up within me. Sure. I, you um, know, it's, it's funny. Um, especially when confused family members, uh, which I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure you've had this happen to you. I think we all have people in theater anyway. Um, they ask you, you know, what, why are you doing this? <laughs> why are you doing theater? <laughs> like, yeah. What, yeah. All the time. What? in the hell are you thinking and my go-to answer for i mean since i started probably about um let's see i'm 29 now so almost 15 years ago i'd say well i like i can't do anything else like this is the only thing i can do at least halfway decently and uh, right even though i'm i'm not saying that because of the pandemic or because of the quarantine i will stop doing theater that's not what i mean at all however it has given me uh, s- similar to you, that hope that, like, well, if theater doesn't happen ever again, which would be tragic, but or or rather, if theater doesn't which, happen for which a while, possible. I can survive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll, 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 theater will theater will come around, sure. even if it's in Skype or something like that. But you promise? Um, 
I do promise. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Cool. But yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. Um, I think, and in a way, I mean that's that's kind of what you know. This podcast and and um, your podcast, you know, and my podcast, and just D and D in general, and all of these different like storytelling, social community like activities. I mean, it's theater, you know. Um, we're just we're we're doing theater for the audience of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless it's in a podcast or something and then obviously we're spreading it out there but um you know i mean it's funny because we we just said that like we could live without doing theater if we needed to and honestly i mean we're doing theater it's just in a different format so it's still it's still that same idea yeah man i mean content is content and if that content is fictional or even if it's just reaching out i got to be a part of it Yeah. yeah Yeah, agreed. I love what you're doing here, man. This is, I listened to those first couple episodes and I will listen to the rest of them. (laughs) Um, It's great. It's just, it's such a, it's the social connection uh, that I think this city, this, uh, you know, community needs and is thriving or is, uh, uh, you know, striving for right now. I appreciate it, man. I'm so glad you were a part of it today. And, uh, Thanks for, I, I don't know, I haven't really had a chance, um, and I say this with all the respect in my heart, I haven't had a chance to nerd out necessarily on one of these yet. And so today kind of filled that that hole. Good. I mean, yeah, we could do two more hours if you want. Oh, I, I, I've um, got to fix a lunch. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. You're good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, i got to go eat lunch. Sure, 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 um, sure. I forget to do that sometimes if, you know. I'm in writing mode. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> all right, man. Well, is Deanna there? Uh, she's actually in the shower right okay, now. Okay. Well, um, something I've been asking people to do. Can you just like yell hello, Deanna? Uh, yeah. Thank you. Hey, babe. Hey, hello, Deanna. <laughs> Thank you. That'll do. You can explain later. Okay. Good. <laughs> all right, buddy. You take care of yourself. <laughs> All right, buddy. You too. Say hi to Elisa. Yell hello, Elisa. Hello. (laughs) Take care. All right, buddy. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for Justin Barron. Um, Or rather, thank you so much to Justin Barron for picking up the phone and having a nice talk with me. Uh, that's pretty much how all of our conversations are <laughs> just a lot of, <laughs> a lot of giggling. And yeah, I realized I re-listened to it last night, um, knowing that I was going to post it today and, uh, just put a big old smile on my face. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for, uh, for continuing to listen. Oh, we're on Apple podcasts now. So if you haven't seen any of those posts, um, on Facebook about us being on, uh, Apple podcasts, uh, all you got to do is go to the app and search up Hollis makes search up sure search Hollis makes a phone call and uh, you'll find it there um yeah 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 today's a good day it's not as windy today i'm going to go outside i'm going to take a walk for me and um yeah i'm going to soak it in all right hope you're doing well bye